0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
1: Future Talk with Omnia saleh
0: and Hani Balkis Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia saleh bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is finally Thursday. It's been a very long-awaited Thursday. I feel like this week was... Let's say semi long, but uh, again, we're talking all about technology in the world of tech. And today, we're talking all about the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 4 and Flip 4 and how it has been unveiled as it does aim to suppress the Note. Popularity.
1: Yes, indeed. A lot of people have actually been excited about this launch. Many have actually watched it live as it happens since Samsung goes ahead and streams it as part of their Unpacked event. But coming up on today's show as well, we're talking all about cloud seeding. Now, anyone who hears cloud seeding, they immediately think of rain and rain that could take place any time of the year. And so today we're talking all about how the UAE could potentially use artificial intelligence to help boost
0: Cloud yes, and we're talking all about how Google is launching Get the Message, and that is uh, to persuade Apple to use RCS on the iPhone. And we are looking at how there has been a lot of collaboration between Google and Apple in recent years because they are now understanding that this pool is big for the both of us. And that is why we are even looking at how iMessage to Android phones is now becoming a thing. And we're going to be talking about how getting deeper into that.
1: And if you are anything like me and you tend to have very short, (laughs) short strides Mm. as you walk, there is a new type of technology that has actually been introduced that basically zaps your muscles to help you walk longer and faster. What is this technology? Is it safe to use? Because it sounds scary for a lot of people. We're going to be diving much deeper into it in just a bit. Lots and Lots is in store right here on the show. So keep all 95 locked and we'll be right back.
0: Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world.
1: One of the biggest smartphone manufacturers, Samsung, is actually making headlines because we're talking all about them unveiling the latest iterations of their foldable smartphones. Now, this was a big event that took place yesterday. And as Apple does, they typically live stream this event on YouTube, on their website, on every channel possible to help attract future customers. And this year, their main aim was to basically reach the popularity or even surpass, the popularity of their Note devices with their new Galaxy Z4, Z Fold 4 and their Flip 4 phones. Now, these new devices are supposedly going to make a big difference big dent in the smartphone industry and we're looking at them actually positioning these new devices to overtake the, the Galaxy Note devices in terms of sales and popularity. Now this is the first time that they haven't done any speculations when it comes to the Note and they have actually discontinued the lineup and decided to begin a brand new chapter for their devices earlier this year.
0: Yes, Sam, when we are looking at, you know, a bigger tablet or a bigger phone, that is where the Samsung Note does come into play. And that is why Samsung wants the Galaxy Z Fold and the Flip 4 to dominate, you know, the Note's legacy. Now, we are looking at how the next foldable devices are offering unparalleled mobile experiences that do meet the need of most of its dynamic users. And we are looking at how they are expecting to post a solid profitability. With the foldable phones becoming mainstream as the company is targeting, you know, foldable sales to surpass those of the Galaxy Note series. And we are looking at how Samsung was not the first to release a smartphone with a foldable dip- display as well. And it has become very, very popular in recent years. And China's China's Royal unveiled the Flexi Pi, which was during a launch in 2018 as well, which was a foldable phone. And we are looking at how, you know, foldable phones will be the new era, whether it's now or in the next 10 years. And we are looking at how also, uh, you know, Samsung was Mm -hmm. the first to push out the device into the mainstream consumer market with the release of the Galaxy Fold back in 2019, which did have a lot of errors and, you know, malfunctions. And that is why a lot of people did not go on and pay the hefty price tag of 10,000 dirhams For this device and we are looking at how again Samsung is trying once again to come and dominate this market as right now its biggest competitor which is Apple has not touched the market so far when it does come to foldable phones and we are looking at how this move also does enable Samsung to beat China's Huawei technologies to draw the same ladder as it had to postpone the launch of its own foldable Mate X in the same year to conduct further testing after earlier testers did raise concerns about the galaxy fold i mean we're looking at how you know testing has become very prominent in whether or not they are going to release these phones this is you know coming from the ground up once again we are Mm -hmm. looking at how for the longest time smartphones were very basic a screen and whatever was inside but now we have to have that foldable flexi screen a lot of things have to go into play
1: Absolutely. Now let's talk a little bit about the features of each phone. The Galaxy Z Fold 4 is actually the first device to go ahead and be shipped with the Android 12 L. Now, for those of you who don't know, this is basically a special version of Android that was created by Google for large screen devices. The camera on the phone has also been upgraded to a 50 megapixel wide lens and a 30 times zoom lens. So it has amazing zoom capabilities. There is also a brightened sensor and an enhanced processing power that will help users take much better pictures at night. Just like the Fold 3, we're also looking at the interior camera on Fold 4 to hide inside the screen. So you're going to get a very seamless viewing experience. We're also getting the super fast charging, which basically offers you up to 50% battery in just 30 minutes. Now, both of the new folding phones, they support the company's S Pen Stylus. So if you're someone who likes to use the affordable phones to sketch drawings or to even use it for work purposes, you can go ahead and depend on it as well. We're also looking at the Galaxy Watch 5 and the Galaxy Watch 5 Pro being announced as well at this event. A lot of people have been excited about the different health metrics that are way more accurate than their previous models. And the Watch 5 also has a new body temperature sensor for more accurate health readings, which in my opinion, they definitely filled a gap that Apple has yet to fill.
0: Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, again, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, what do you think about the Samsung Galaxy Fold Do you think it is now time for the Foldable Phones to take over the industry or not? We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about how the UAE could use AI to boost cloud seeding and to reduce the sunny days that we have right here in the UAE. Daily Digital News. The latest
1: tech. Talked. It's future talk. Pulse
0: 95. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world ladies and gentlemen we're talking about how the uae could use artificial intelligence to boost cloud seeding now we do know that there's a lot of sunny days right here in the uae and sometimes we do want some clouds and sometimes we do want some rainfall and the uae wants that as well and that is why we've always been hearing for the past couple of years now How the UAE has been implementing cloud seeding and, you know, it's been working so far. We've had a couple rainy days and let me tell you, I love when it rains. But an algorithm that does combine historical weather data with today's forecast could show the best places to seed these clouds. Now, scientists in the United States are working on an algorithm that does combine historical weather data with today's satellite reports, radar information and on the ground observations to predict where ra- where rain will fall and where it's best to seed and this software can then be used by teams on the ground right here in the UAE to direct seeding planes to these locations and we do know that you know for the past couple of years now we have been trying our best to you know uh, be at the forefront of cloud seeding and it has been working a lot lately And, you know, I'm really excited to see if we can master this. And if we can master this, that means a lot of things do change. And, you know, the weather was so good after it rained. Mm -hmm. I remember. I remember it rained and then we had a good four or five days of nice breezes. And, you know, subhanAllah, the the rain kind of cleans (laughs) up the weather. It cleans up you know, the country we're in.
1: Absolutely. Now, with global droughts on the rise, this project is considered a cutting edge of machine learning because we're looking at being able to understand the environment better, so we'll be able to help boost the planet's water security as well. It's also going to improve the whole procedure of cloud seeding as a whole. We're looking at these algorithms being able to find out the best timings to cloud seed, the best spots to cloud seed, and hence the process will be happening at a much more calculated rate. Two thirds of the data that they're going to be collecting will be used for training and one third will actually be used to see how well they are doing at estimating precipitation, which also means the amount of rain. So this way, they'll be able to build the machine learning model so that they can create cloud seeding, but at the same time, not risk more damage to the environment. Now, with the climate that we have right here in the UAE, the cloud seeding program is very vital because it is going to be ensuring water security. It will provide more rain to the crops that we grow. And at the same time, It will help calm down the heat that we all tend to see uh, by living right here in this country. We're also looking at being able to enhance rainfall by about 30% in a clean atmosphere or by about 15% in a dusty one. It's a very complex research, but scientists are very confident that this new AI and machine learning algorithm will make the process become a lot easier.
0: Yes, and again, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at how cloud seeding is going to be at the new forefront of how we control our weather. And, you know, hopefully it starts getting I mean, we got a month left until, let's say, the heat does die down and we are looking at fall coming soon. I'm kind of bored of, you (laughs) know, my summer clothes. I do want to wear a jacket. I want to wear long sleeves and not feel bad after it. But ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts and what you think about cloud seeding in general. I think it's a great move by the UAE. And again, you know, the climate right here does get a little bit too hot, a little bit too humid And we could use some rainfall for these sunny days. Taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking all about Google and launching Get the Message in a bid to persuade Apple to use RCS on their iPhone. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download.
1: What is worth a click and download. Today, we're talking all about a new update that is coming to a lot of phones because Google has recent, has recently launched the Get the Message to persuade Apple users to go ahead and use RCS on their iPhone. Now, for those of you who don't know what is RCS, it's basically intended to replace SMS as a communications standard. And the Android team at Google has officially unveiled a new website that is titled the Get the Message. This is basically kind of like a pressure from Google towards Apple to embrace RCS for months. However, Apple has yet to respond on what they want to do about it.
0: Yes, and we are looking at how, you know, SMS, uh, or as what Android says, is very outdated and is intended to replace, or RCS is impl- intended to replace SMS as the communication standard. And we are looking at how the Get the Message website does intend to address the green or blue bubbles issue between iPhone and Android users as well as a problem in cross-platform messaging such as low-quality photos and even videos issues with group chats and end-to-end encryption, red recipients, and even typing indicators that do indicate that these problems could be resolved if Apple adopted RCS. Now, is it time for Apple to improve messaging? That is what we're looking at, and that is what the website does state. And according to this website that Android has came out with, Uh, You know, iPhones do degrade Android users' photos and videos that do prevent people from leaving group chats with Android users and prevent iPhone users from texting Androids over Wi-Fi. And it also does make Android users' messages difficult to read and leave messages between iOS and Android users unencrypted. And if you guys didn't know, any message from iPhone to Android is unencrypted. And... The website does urge, uh, you know, users to assist Apple in spreading its message through tweets and features news items concerning Android and iPhone interactions. And I think it's about time for them to collaborate with one another because, I mean, uh, the the market has already developed, right? Mm-hmm. If you like Android, you like Android. If you like iPhone, you like iPhone, right? True. And if this was 10 years ago, I would agree that now it's a new market. They're trying to touch up on it. But halas, <laughs> you know, the deal is done.
1: Yes, indeed. What has been done has been done. Now, according to Google, the new RCS may connect all smartphone users and deliver a much more secure and contemporary messaging experience to everyone. All of Google's previous efforts to convince Apple to accept RCS have failed, but let's see how this one goes. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 4215, do you own an Android phone? Do you own uh, an iPhone? And what has been your experience when you are communicating with one another? We'd love to hear your thoughts. 4215, we'll be taking a very short break, but when week Come back. We have lots in store for everyone right here on Future. Tech this out.
0: Check this out. All 95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about a lightweight bionic and how there are sapping muscles to help you walk longer and even faster. And that is what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen. An AI-powered wearable that does electrically stimulate the leg muscles. Is helping people with mobility issues walk faster, longer, and with less pain. And it's changing their whole outlook on life. And uh, again, a lot of people do, have, do suffer problems when it does come to mobility. And we are looking at technology to help us with these problems. And, you know, again, we're looking at a statistic right now that nearly 14% of American adults do have serious difficulty walking or even climbing up the stairs. And this can not only impact their ability to live independently and enjoy a high quality of life, but does also lead to falling and thus, you know, severe injuries as well.
1: Absolutely. Now, for a lot of people, a technology like this could potentially mean a much better quality of life, a much better pace for their own life and less dependence on caregivers or people around them in terms of family and friends. A lot of people who have been uh, impacted by a stroke, uh, who've suffered the stroke, a heart attack, etc., they can sometimes take a lot of time to return back to normal, especially because it impacts different parts of the brain. And so when looking at statistics, nearly 14% of adults tend to have serious difficulty walking or climbing stairs simply after just suffering from a, a minute stroke. And so this can not only impact their ability to live independently, but also enjoy a high quality of life. Now we've seen different mobile uh, mobility aids, we've seen types of canes and walkers and wheelchairs and all mm-hmm. these are helpful but not really helpful when a person wants to be able to walk up the stairs or walk on their own. And so what they have done nowadays, uh, different researchers, is try and look at what they can do to help truly give people mobility back. And what we have seen coming into the picture is what is known as the neural sleeve. Now, the main issue when people, let's say, suffer from a stroke or multiple sclerosis, which is a disease where there is no cure, basically, it's something you have to live with, is that the problem isn't the the fact that the legs are injured. The problem Mm -hmm. is that a part of the brain is not communicating effectively with the limbs of the person. And so one interesting option could be the foundation of a bionic clothing startup, where you're looking at the neural sleeve being the first option available the neural sleeve is basically a very flexible lightweight device that will wrap around a person's upper and lower leg hidden inside a breathable factor and a breathable fabric system all the sensors and electrodes would basically be communicating with an ai-powered app these sensors would be monitoring the position of the leg and the firing of individuals muscles in it and so as a result they will be what will it's kind of like replicating what the brain does instead of your brain signaling to your muscles to move this application and the sleeve itself will start zapping your muscles it's not going to be painful it's just going to be little electric uh, impulses that will signal to your legs that you want to move forward you want to go backwards etc
0: yes and we were looking at how a lot of people who were in this study and you know were given this bionic you know Uh, zap to the leg Uh, you know they did come out and they said that you know we are walking better we are feeling better and a lot of people were you know stopped using their wheelchairs or even uh, crutches to help them and aid them in walking and again this is again how technology is shaping different ways and you know let's go back uh, 200 300 years ago Uh, you know the the quality of life back then was horrible and you know much people most people lived only till 50 and 60 years old and Because of technology and because of science and because of medicine, we are living much longer and we are healthier than we were before. And, you know, I look around me and I see 75-year-olds walking every day, mashallah. And again, this is all because we are seeing how technology is aiding us in a better quality of life. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, what are we talking about, Omnia?
1: When we come back, we're talking all about WhatsApp and what are the different security updates that they have introduced to help you more apps all around.
0: What's, What's worth a click and download. Ladies and gentlemen, WhatsApp is coming out with more features than you could ever, ever imagine. And we are looking at how a lot of these features do cater to people like me who are tired (laughs) of people seeing me online while I'm messaging someone or on a group chat or even sometimes I just gotta you know reply to more important people sorry and that is why we are looking at new whatsapp privacy tools hiding online status and even group exit notification and these security changes are some of the most requested by users and will be rolled out later this month.
1: Yes indeed. So before we get too excited, they are not available just as mm-hmm. of today. However, they will be coming to us hopefully in the next couple of months. And just like Instagram, you may just open the application one day and find them already as a part of your app. So we're focusing on three privacy features. The first one that we actually mentioned yesterday, which is the ability to exit a group chat without notifying everyone. Just the group admins would actually be notified. You can also control who can see you when you are online, which is probably Hany's favorite feature. Mm-hmm. And last but not least is preventing screenshots on View Once messages. Now this is huge, especially because a lot of people tend to basically resort to the view once messages whenever they want to send important information, like their credit card or you know, the UAE ID and- yes any personal documents that should not be even sent on WhatsApp. However, WhatsApp has been able to kind of find a sweet spot in between. They're going to continue to build new ways to protect our messages. But but as of right now, these are three great movements that Meta as a whole has decided to introduce on WhatsApp.
0: Yes. And again, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at how Mark Zuckerberg, who was the chief executive of Meta, which does on our own up did announce these changes actually in a Facebook post and he did say that these new privacy features coming to WhatsApp, you know, will control the way you now use WhatsApp, up, which is a very, you know, big up because ladies and gentlemen, let's, you know, be factual right here. Uh, WhatsApp is the biggest messaging platform there is right now, and I don't believe that anyone else uses anything other than WhatsApp, to be 100% honest with you, Mm -hmm. as a main source of communication. Now, WhatsApp is, you know, going through ever-growing changes, and again, we are looking at how there was once, you know, concern over WhatsApp security, and they were given at the beginning of this year when it did announce an update to its privacy policy. And, you know, they changed it. And, again, we are looking at how WhatsApp one more time is dominating the charts when it does come to communication. We did look at Telegram, uh, you know, trying to take take over the horns. But, again, it was a complete, complete failure. And WhatsApp is at the helm of everything when it comes to communication. And, you know, there's another app that even I forgot its name because it's so irrelevant. Signal signal yes and that is what something that's what uh you know elon musk was trying to push out and how it was much much safer but let's be honest ladies and gentlemen what's up is the top g ladies and gentlemen 4215 let us know your guys thoughts we are finishing and ending up the store uh, uh, uh the show for today <laughs> with this beautiful story and we do hope you guys have a beautiful 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 weekend and i know you guys are having some of you guys have work tomorrow and you're saying honey i'm working tomorrow well i hope you have a great tomorrow as well But right here on Future Talk, we will be seeing you guys on Monday, same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95.